Hebrews chapter number 6 verse number 12 and we desire verse 11 okay let me give you some time you there verse 11 and we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end that you do not become sluggish but imitate but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises those who through faith and patience those who through faith and patience those who through faith and patience inherit the promises he says the promises are inherited through faith and patience and we should we should we should look for those and imitate those who through their faith and patience did what inherited the promises but Jude said something Jude said that we are to contend for the faith which was laid down for or to the saints once and for all so we should contend for a specific type of faith so there is the faith that inherit promises and Jude gives us insight as to the kind the nature of that faith the, the character of that faith which inherits the promise he says this is the faith that was what that was delivered to the saints so there is a, a heritage of faith that we are to continue in okay second uh, Timothy chapter number one second Timothy chapter number one second Timothy chapter number one verse three I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience as my forefathers did as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day greatly desiring to see you and being mindful of your tears that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you Paul here is talking to Timothy so when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you which first dwelt in your grandmother Louis and your mother Eunice and I and I am persuaded is in you also so it seems that Timothy inherited a certain kind of faith from his grandmother he says this faith was from his grandmother and he says it is genuine faith which was passed on to his mother and then finally to him so here he's talking about the heritage of faith so Jude tells us there is a faith that without no man will inherit the promises of God 
what are what are the promises of God? You see, many of us don't really understand the 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 purpose for which God gives promises. There is a reason why God gives promises. Okay, okay, okay. Second Peter. Second Peter, chapter number. Chapter number. One. Second Peter chapter number one. With them? Okay. From verse two. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which by which by which have been given by which have been given as his now notice as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which By glory and virtue by which we have been or have been given to us exceedingly and great, exceedingly great and precious promises that through, that through, that through, that through, that through, that through, you may be what? Partakers or sharers or partners in what in the divine nature the greek word divine nature there is theosphosis theosphosis so what theosphosis means is 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 god kind so it says that he may be partakers through this in the god kind so the promises themselves seem to be what access into another kind of life so god says he gives promises he gives promises that through the promises not necessarily their fulfillment but through them you may partake of the divine of the god kind that you may partake of the divine nature continue Having escaped the corruption in this world through lust. So the, the, the promises of God provide for us two necessary blessings. One, it causes us to partake or share in the divine nature. In other words, in the God kind. In the same nature that God shares. Why is that so? And then number two, he says, it what? It causes us to escape the corruption that is in the world. So there is much more to the promises of God than them actually being fulfilled. Do you understand? So the reason or how that comes about is through, is through your engagement or your pursuit of their fulfillment. 
So we have to do a case study. Find somebody in the Bible who had, number one, the promises of God, and number two, who was given access into the divine nature and what else? And escape from corruption. Because, oh, Shani, to somebody. Because the. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't share this today. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't share this with you guys today. You see, with this, you would understand why Christianity is such at a low, low functional. I mean, a, a function, operation. Because we have not yet gotten to the stage in our lives where we began to relate with the promises of God. Because the reason for those promises is what? Relation. Those who through faith and patience inherit the promise of God. Hebrews 11. Let me show you something. <sighs> Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Verse 3, verse 2. For by faith the elders obtained a testimony, a good testimony. All right? Yeah, verse 5. By, 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 Enoch was, he escaped the corruption of this world. He escaped it. Just by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not experience death. So number one, he escaped corruption. Right? And was not found because God had, mm, mm, he was not found because God had, uh, uh, he was not found because God had taken him, taken him away. So he did not see death and he was not found because God had taken him, taken him away. Where did God take him? And where he, where is he now? So he, he's taken by God somewhere, right? Genesis says he walked with God. So he must have taken him wherever he is. You agree? You agree? Now Jesus said, no man, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom. So God had to do two things to that man first. He had to change his nature from human nature to what? Divine nature. So that he could what? Share in God's nature and therefore be qualified to fellowship with God at his le level, at his dimension, at his realm. 
So all those things were done by what? What law was operative there? Faith. So by faith, he escaped the corruption and he shared in God's divine nature. So it is, it is very... Was Enoch born again? Yeah? Was Enoch born again? So, could he have ability to go to heaven without having been born again? Could he go to heaven having not been born again? Remember, Remember, Jesus Christ had not yet come. This man is with God. What happened? Having not been born again, he went to heaven. So he did not need to be born again to be with God. Huh? Talk to me. He, di he didn't need to be born again. Why? He walked closely with God. So that exempted him from born again status. So that means, that means, if that's the case, that means a man can go into heaven without having been saved. If that's the case. So, so he was born again without the shedding of blood. Okay, what is translated? Now, here's the thing. Who is a Christian? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. And all things are passed away. And Jesus said to Nicodemus, No man can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Right? Nicodemus. Jesus said that to Nicodemus. But, but this one, this one is he's with God. He's not just in the kingdom, he's with God. So what gave what gave him? The exemption. He, he think about it. This one did not need the blood of Jesus. This one, it did, it did not require the blood of Jesus. Now, if here's the thing. If God, if God brings him, if God takes him to where he is, that means, number one, whatever sin he had, God forgave. Now, why didn't God do for Enoch, I mean for others, what he did for Enoch? Why didn't he do the same for Adam? He didn't take Adam. Adam died. But he was saved. Enoch was saved without Jesus. Yes, but why, 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 why is that equal? Whereas 
we need Jesus he doesn't need Jesus no no he says through Adam all men die that's the through Adam all men die sin sin and death reign through one man's sin you, you understand that so every man Enoch was part of the the fallen race he was part of the fallen race but he's in heaven with God But here's the thing, Moses, Moses, Moses had a walk with God. Abraham had a walk with God. Abraham was, Abraham came from the dead when Jesus was raised from the dead. He had to wait for, for Jesus. Noah walked with God, the Bible says. But Noah didn't go to heaven, he went to hell. He went down. So, why this one doesn't go up, these ones go down. I mean, this one goes up, these ones go down. And they walk with God. David walked with God. You don't see about it, uh, God took him. You get that? You understand that? So why was Enoch exempted? What did he discover? What did he find out? What had happened to that man that he would bypass the laws of salvation? He's still alive today. Elijah, the same thing. God takes him. Goes into heaven alive. What's, what's up with these guys? Okay. I'll answer it. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. This is not where I... This is not what I want to teach you, right? This is just going through. Okay. Someone open Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. I'll show you something. What happened to this man? there read verse 2 now now read, read that very very carefully right for the law of the spirit now the law of the spirit of life the law of the spirit of life right so there is there is there is the spirit of life right there is the there is the spirit of life there is the that spirit operates under a certain law right called the law of the spirit of life the law of the spirit of life in has now i want you to uh, this thing you must read it the way it should be all right you must read this thing the way it should be. Who has New King James? You have New King James? There? Okay, read it. 
Hmm? Now, notice, has made me free. Has what? Made me free for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of the spirit of death and sin. Did you get that? Did you get that? Did you get that? It says, for the law of the spirit of life has made me free from the law of the spirit of sin and death. Continue. For what? For what? The law could not do in that it was weak in the flesh. Yeah? God did by sending his own son in the likeness of... Now, here's the thing. You're seeing three laws there. Right? You're seeing three. You're seeing the law of the spirit of life, the law of sin, the spirit of sin and death, and then you're seeing the law. Now, the law here, he's referring to the law of Moses, the Torah. Right? Are you following me now? Are you following me now? Alright, in Romans the Bible says that death reigned from Adam to Moses. So, according to the Bible, the law of Moses was greater and more powerful than the law of sin and death. But the spirit of sin and death sought occasion to what? To weaken the law and to weaken the law of Moses by strengthening its own what? Its own law through the flesh. So the law of Moses is strong, but because of the flesh, it's made weak. Because if 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 you if you if you if you if you live by the law of Moses and the law said thou shalt not covet, because of the weakness of your flesh, you will covet. So the law of Moses is weakened by the flesh, thus causing the law of sin and death to have what? Power over what? The body and the law of Moses. Because of the flesh. Until a higher law called the law of the spirit of life in Christ. The law of the spirit of life in Christ. Now, what, what constitute, what is the constitu uh, 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 constituencies of that law? The law of the spirit of life in Christ. My God. So, Adam dies. The, the law of sin and death is enacted. But the law of the spirit of life still exists. John chapter 6, verse John chapter 6, verse 63. We there? Yeah, read. It is 
it, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is the spirit that quickens, that brings to life, that makes alive. The flesh profits nothing. Mm. Yep. The rhema, the rhema, the rhema that I, the rhema that I, the rhema that I, not written, not written. The rhema that I, the rhema that I, yes, are spirit and, wait, they are spirit and, spirit and, spirit and, spirit and, spirit and, spirit, no, he says they are, not represent, they are. So what he speaks is spirit and life. So Paul says the emancipation from the law of sin and death came because he had what? He had begun operating the law, the spirit of life. So what is the law of the spirit of life? What is the spirit of life, Rhema? The Bible doesn't say the Holy Spirit. It says what? The spirit of... Okay, 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 okay. We still, we'll, we'll prove it. We'll prove it. You there? Okay. Turn with me to <laughs> Philippians. Chapter 2, verse 6, 16. Chapter 2, verse 16. You there? You there? Read, please. Holding fast the... Oh, Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit. So put there. Holding fast the... Uh, uh, put the spirit. What Jesus said? The, holding fast the... So, he says... What a man needed to superimpose the law of sin and death, the law that brought men to hell, was the activation of the law of the spirit of life. Ah, okay. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So, the spirit, the cons what, what is the spirit of life? What is the spirit of life? The word of God. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Um, first John, first John. Some, some go to first John, some go to first John. First John, chapter number one. You there? That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of uh, the life the life was manifested the word of life the life the life the life was manifested that what is the life the life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that that eternal life which was with the Father was manifested to us. Mm. So, okay. Who is he talking about? 
Yep. He's talking about. He's talking about. But before he had a form, who was he? The Logos. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the life. And the word which was with the Father was the Father. The word which was with God was God. And the Lord is that spirit. Romans. He says, imitate, 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 imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. The promise of immortality. The, the promise of eternal blessing. Romans 10, 17. Read there, please. So then faith, so, so, so then faith, so then faith comes by, yes, and hearing by the rhema of God. Logos builds faith, it doesn't bring faith. Only rhema brings faith. So, if those who through faith and patience obtain the promises of God, they have to have heard God. So, by faith, Enoch did not see death. Why? Because he heard God and followed his voice. So, he escaped the corruption that is in the world. He escaped death, the possibility of death, because he followed God's voice. He believed God's voice. He followed God's voice. He accepted God's voice. By faith, God took him. Why? Because he believed and accepted God's voice. So when the Bible talks about the, the faith, contending for the faith, he's talking about the posture. He's talking about the stature that these men had, the ability to hear God, to hear God. Bible says the God who speaks from heaven. He says if you, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as they did in the wilderness and died. So what actually distincts, distinguishes men in the earth, patriarchs, saints from the rest is their ability to hear God. The ability to discern his voice and follow his voice. That's what gives man the distinguishing factor. Uh. So the, the reason why the promises grant you the rights to access, to enter into uh, 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 the, the divine nature and the escape from the corruption of the world is because the promises can only come through one way. Through what? faith uh, through faith not through God's voice through faith <sighs> Hebrews 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 chapter 11 
See, this message will hit you in places. Oh my God. You there? Chapter 11, we there? Yeah? Take it from verse 17. It says, by faith, by, 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 by faith. Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, who had, who, and he who had received what? Offered up his only begotten. How did he do it? By faith. Okay? 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 Okay. I want to show you something. Verse number. Verse number. Yes, let's take it from verse number. number 13 he says these all died in not having received the 
but having seen them from and was short of embraced them and that there were strangers on the right for those who declare such things plainly that declare plainly that they seek a homeland and if truly they had come to mind that that country from which they came out they would have had opportunity to return but now they desire better that is a heavenly country therefore god is not ashamed to be called their god for he has prepared them a city then he speaks about abraham right concluding by isaac uh, by faith uh, by faith by faith moses by faith by faith by faith but where's the scripture he's here said by faith they received promise that's a scripture by faith they receive i just can't see it by faith they received promise by faith having received promise by faith maybe it's that one about uh david but the the main point i'm trying to point you to is that the promises of god are received through faith you you you, you get what i'm saying they are received through they are received through no not 39 not 39 stay it's either here or it's somewhere else all right so it says they are received through faith so faith then becomes the the vehicle through which not only do you receive promise but you engage the promises So there's a reason why Jude tells us fight. There's a reason why he says fight. Contend for that faith. Contend for that faith. Fight for that faith. Because that was the faith that got results. That was the faith. Paul, Paul always talks about it. That was the faith that what? That, that, that got a hold of the promises. So when the Bible says imitate those he's saying study the ways of the patriarchs study the ways of the patriarchs this brings me to what i wanted to share with you yesterday we were praying so while we were praying during the prayer early about i think one and a half to two hours in the lord gave me a strange prophetic word very strange very strange very strange because when I heard it you know I was on my knees when I heard it I heard it three times and then I stood up and I sat down on the chair and I wondered you know I wondered why the spirit would communicate this word to me this way very short but very strange so, it, you know, I couldn't shake it off. I couldn't shake it off. I couldn't shake it off. So when we finished with the guys, I went in and I just continued praying for a couple more hours. The Spirit said to me three times, according to the time of life. According to the time. I know when, when he said that, I knew I had read that before somewhere right in, in 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 the word 
But when he said it to me, okay, let me, let, let me help you. All right, then I'll explain. You see, there are things you read in the Bible, right? And there are things the Spirit says to you from the Bible. The communication is different. All right? And many times, the intention of the Spirit in telling you death does not necessarily come from the place where you found it. You get what I'm saying? Like for instance, according to the time of life, I know I've read it in Genesis, right? But I knew even after reading it from Genesis, I knew that's not really what the Spirit is trying to, you know, get across to me. He said, according to the time of life, according to the time of life, according to the time of life. I asked myself, Lord, what does this mean? And I prayed in the spirit so I got I heard those words through praying the spirit so if I want to get the understanding I'll get them the same way I must pray so I figured okay if I pray the same amount of hours I did in receiving it maybe the understanding will come when I reach that place and surely enough it did I prayed again let me read you where those words come from and let me tell you what the spirit actually means Right, very strange prophetic word, but very potent. Um, Genesis 18, Genesis chapter number 18. Now, I think I read that thing about 200 times yesterday to try and figure out what, what on earth is the Lord saying. You there, Genesis chapter number 18. Genesis 18. So, three men meet Abraham, right? So, Abraham is, is standing there or sitting there by the tabernacle tree. And then from afar, he sees three men walking. Three men. His three men walking. Apparently, those men later revealed themselves. Two of them were angels. The other was the Lord. All right <laughs> okay can't get into that now uh, so so here's the thing right so these men were walking towards abraham right and abraham saw them say hey, hey, hey please please myself so abraham must have seen that something is different with these guys right but here's what I, here's what I'm, where i want us to get to now so these men they are coming they're walking so from them getting to where they are from from their original uh, this, uh, I mean, from the origin, where they come from, right? How did they get there? So, let me explain. So, was it the Lord, Lord, Lord? No. It was not the Lord, Lord, Lord. It was an angel. Who was, whom, whom, whom the Lord was speaking through as the, in the first person so it, it was the angel so two of them were angels no man had their own mind that one was the lord like a prophet you know what when, when when a prophet speaks he says he speaks as the lord but he's not the lord he's the lord but he's not the lord you, you understand so in this regard it's the angel so anyway he sees them where do they how did they get there 
How did they learn? Because they, they come from somewhere, and the Bible says it's the Lord and two angels. Who, how, did they, how did they get on earth? How? Is there a lift, an elevator that takes angels from heaven to earth? That's a question you might ask. How? Anyways, let's leave that. It's fine. I know how, but let's leave that. So it's fine. So they're coming, right? And Abraham said, hey, let me fix you something to eat. Tells his servant to go kill a cow quickly, do what, what. And the guys, the angels are eating. They say, no, do as you say. They eat the milk, they drink the milk, they eat the butter. They eat it. Right? So while they're eating, one of them says, where is Sarah, your wife? How's the Lord? Huh? They wait, while they're eating, they wait to be fed. Then he's like, where is Sarah, your wife? The brother says, she's there in the tent. So what Sarah was doing is that she was behind the tent listening to what was going on. So Abraham is sitting and the three men are sitting here. He says, where is Sarah, your wife? Now, Abraham doesn't know who these men are. Only later when they begin speaking like they're speaking. And they sit there in the tent. Then listen to what one of them says, right? So they said to him, they said to him, obviously only one was talking, right? Where is Sarah? You are she here in the tent. And, and, and he said, notice, they said, and then he said, then he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening behind him, the tent door. I say, I told you, there was behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. Now, notice what the Bible does. Ne? Notice what the Bible does. It, 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 it factors in their current state. Have the Bible now, Sarah and you know they were advanced. Well, it says way beyond the age of giving birth, so there was no possibility. Now, this angel says, I will surely return to you according to the time of life. According to the time of life, I will return, and she shall have a son. It says, I will return, and she shall have a son. According to the time of life. Now Sarah laughs and does all those things, right? So after I've grown old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. And the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? No, she's speaking all these things within herself. Now, notice, it went from they to he and then the Lord. You see that? So we can see who was really talking. So the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Say, shall I surely bear since I'm old? Now this was unbelief. She didn't believe it. It's like, no, I'm too old. Oh, no, 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 no. Now, here's the thing here I want you to see. 
when you are speaking here at this point in time it had nothing to do with whether or not Sarah believed it had nothing to do with whether or not Abraham believed but according to the time of life there was an appointed time an appointed time for what for visitation it says according to the time of life now this seems to be a a divine season a divine time a divine it says according to the time of life so why did she laugh then then listen to what the, the lord asks read there read there is 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 anything is anything too hard for the lord <laughs> is anything too hard for the lord 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 is anything too hard for the Lord? Now, here are they hosting Almighty God and he's asking them this question. After telling them something which naturally was impossible, yet God is what? He's holding them accountable for not believing. Why? Because in his mind, they should be able to trust in his integrity. This is not just a man talking. It's God. So with God, there's no impossibility. Jesus said, with man, it is not possible. But with God, all things are possible. So the one who is speaking to you, there is no impossibility. The, the existence of impossibility is not there. So he's asking, is anything to the Lord and then he reiterates what he said he says at the appointed time so the according to the time of life here is what the appointed time I will return to you according to the time of life and Sarah shall have a son but Sarah denied it saying hey I did not laugh and he said, no, but you did laugh. He wasn't bothered. No, he wasn't. no you, you did laugh. He said, but according to the? According to the time of life. Chapter 21. Verse 1. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his, notice this, at the, at the, which God has 
Edda. 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 At the set time which God had. And what did he say? According to the. 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 How many months was that? How many? How many? How many months? 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 So God said, was saying to her, in nine months, I will come back to you. So from the time God spoke to the time his word was fulfilled, it was how many months? That's what the Spirit was saying to me. In nine months. Remember what he said last year. He said 2020 is the year of every word I have spoken I shall fulfill according to the time. He was giving me date and time. See, see how strange it was? Now, think about it. If you, if you heard that, according to the time of life, what will you say? Time of life, 12 months? Time of, what's time, what is the time of life? What is it, the time of life? So, your responsibility with what God has, it's a promise. The patience is the nine months. The faith is the promise. So, your responsibility is to, like what Jacob did, he wrestled with the man, says, I will not let you go. Now, here's Sarah. Nah, here's Sarah. She just heard, in nine months, we shall have a son. What is Sarah and Abraham doing during that time? What is going through their minds? I'm pretty sure, for the first couple of, for Sarah, not for Abraham, for Sarah, because Abraham had dealt with that thing in chapter 15. Okay, let me show it to you. You, you, you see, because the visitation, here, look, look at me, the visitation was not for Abraham, it was for Sarah. Because up to that point, God had never said anything to Sarah. That was first, Sarah's first encounter with God. And Sarah needed that encounter because without Sarah, Isaac would not have come, even though Abraham believed. So Sarah needed to hear 
Why? Because when she heard that, she did some. So, okay, manos. Let me show you. Let me leave. Leave that one. Uh, Fifteen. We'll come back now. We'll come back there. Chapter Hebrews eleven. Hebrews eleven. Hebrews eleven. Hebrews eleven. Let me show you something. Can we can we get off here? Can we get back to piano? All right, because we're moving somewhere now. Because like this one makes you lazy. Yeah, just unmute. Okay, let's read verse number. Mm. Mm. Verse 11. By faith, Sarah herself, Sarah herself, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive received strength there was no possibility of her conceiving she was past the age so what did she need to do receive strength ability to conceive so he says by faith huh? Sarah herself on her own Abraham couldn't do the job for her she had to receive the strength to conceive on which basis God had spoken By faith, Sarah herself received strength to conceive, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful. She judged him faithful who had promised. She judged him faithful who had promised. She's against hope. Having not staggered at the promises of God, but was strong in faith giving glory to God. What happens to you after God has spoken? How do you respond? What do you do? What goes through your mind after he has spoken? I said, you see, sometimes, sometimes, we speak, but you know, maybe you might not really <laughs> capture what I said to you when we started the 49 day prayer meeting. I said, your only concern should be one thing. God's promises. And that after God has spoken, you have no business engaging in any other thing except that which he has spoken. There's a reason why you need to wrestle Why? Why? Why do you need to wrestle? Why? To strengthen your faith. How do you think strong faith is produced? The faith that does not stagger. How do you think that kind of faith is produced? They did not stagger at the promises of God. In other words, he was not in the streets between you. Will it happen? When? How? 
He had passed that level. The Bible says he, he was where he was giving glory to God. Father, yo, thank you for your word. I, glory, I glorify you. It says, Sarah, Sarah deemed him faithful who had promised He has passed, he has passed the consideration that maybe it might not happen. So God needs to speak to Sarah as he did to Abraham. Because the Bible says, and Abraham believed and it was accounted to him for righteousness. So the reason why I wanted you to pray was not for the sake of praying. It was not for just saying your words, doing your, your time slot. No. It was to confront your doubts. Confront the questions in your mind with regards to what God has said. To meditate, to contemplate. Really, did God say this? After moving from that point, you get clarity. Okay, you said this. Okay, God said this. Because according to the time of life, he is returning. And when he comes, will he find faith? Because it is those who through faith and patience You see, the angel visited Mary exactly six months after into Elizabeth's birth. Exactly six months into Elizabeth's birth. The angel came. Why? Because she needed to conceive. Because the son in her needed to fill that one in Elizabeth's belly with the Holy Ghost. Jesus is the baptizer in the spirit. Notice, it was when, it was when Elizabeth heard the voice of Mary that the baby inside kicked and the Bible says, for he was filled with the Holy Ghost from birth. Why? Because that holy thing in her. So nine months after the angel spoke to Mary, Jesus was born. Nine months after the angel spoke to Elizabeth, John was born. Elijah was born according to the time 
of life. The word became flesh according to the time of life. So when is God's word fulfilled? According to the time of life. what he said to me when he gave me the, the word for the year. He said, in 2020, I will, I will fulfill every word I have spoken to you. And I have seen it. I've from, from January, every single word God has spoken to me that had not yet had come to pass. God spoke it. God fulfilled it. Whether it, it concerns international relations, whether every single word. that time forever is marked as a prophetic signal, as a prophetic time that if we get into six months after God has spoken something must happen, a quickening of the spirit so we are in the six months from when God has spoken a quickening has to take place Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. But what I wanted to see was verse 9. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord. Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with the what? Because the Lord is bringing to the time of birth and he shall cause delivery. And the Lord has opened the womb. So he says, rejoice with Jerusalem. Why? Because she will give birth in a day. Shall I bring to the time of birth and cause an abortion? Shall I abort what I have spoken? Shall I speak and not fulfill? Shall I utter and not establish? God has spoken twice have I heard it that all power belongs to God. If you heard it, the power is there. So shall it be the word which goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return void, empty, but it shall accomplish what I have said. Let me read one last Job. Job. 
Listen to Job. Listen to Job. He's replying to the Lord. Listen to Job. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know you can do everything. And that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. No, nothing which you plan to do shall be hindered. That's what he's saying. You can do anything. You can do Shall I bring to the time of of birth and not cause delivery? Says the Lord. It's a switch that's that's so vital in the manifestation of the spirit realm. Without that, everything stays where it is. The spiritual remains the spiritual. Without faith, the spiritual remains the spiritual. It It cannot now be materialized. It cannot materialize. The Greek call it phaneros. It cannot reach the point of manifestation. 
That's, that's, that's really the foundation, the strength upon which God's promises. Nine days, seven weeks to wrestle with yourself, with your mind, with your doubts, with your anxiety. You you had for seven weeks to settle with finality God's word in your heart. If you have not yet done so and have not or are not yet at that point, you still have two more weeks. Elijah prayed seven times. This is our seven times. This is our seven times. The Bible doesn't tell us how long the seven times lasted. So we think it's seven weeks. Think about it. What is, what in life, what is more important than the fulfilling or the fulfillment of God's word. What's more, what's more important? Do, do you know what it is for God to speak and perform? Psalm 119 says, remember the Lord, I mean remember the word which you have spoken to yourself in which you have caused me to fall. Then he says, it is time for you to act, O Lord. The word of the Lord. Believe the Lord, God, and be established. Believe in his prophets. He's actually telling you, believe in his word. Believe in his prophecy. And he shall prosper. He shall prosper. He appointed time for his word. So every word has its fulfillment date. Every word has its fulfillment time. May God give you ease to May the Lord reveal to you everything that's delaying the timing of the Spirit for your life. May God open your eyes to the delays around you, to, to the inhibitors of fulfillment. May God expose your eyes to them. May you know what's hindering and what will cause an abortion may you know of the word of God see that's that's why these 49 days are important for to help to, to, for the Lord to help you cast lights on the dark areas 
cast lights on you so that you see oh this is that fix this fix that do this lord this okay this is what i must do yes this is what i must do because if the time of appointment comes and you have not yet done your part that hour you are praying there, that one and a half hour you are praying there, or that three hours, or that two hours you are praying there, that all should be running through your mind. Throughout these seven, that for me, six months, that's all that's been going on through my mind. Ever since God has said that to me, that's all that's been going through my mind. I see Come, Bridget, just to shall you have my own. 